0: Hi, Fashion Hotline. Hi, after this long winter, my family needs a style pick-me-up for spring. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, spring's first big sale is on now. Pick up fresh styles for the family from just 5 10 and $15 Put tees and tanks from 5 bucks, kids' shorts from 10 bucks, and jeans from 15 bucks. Whoa, styles from just 5 bucks? That's right. Plus, get 50% off swimwear and buy online and pick up in-store for free today. Now that's a real pick-me-up. Get to Old Navy and OldNavy.com now for spring styles from 5 10 and 15 bucks. About 318 to 326 in stores. Select styles only. Excludes licensed and in-store clearance.
1: Hey, I'm Alan McGuire. And I'm Sarah Griffin. And this is Juvenalia, a podcast where we talk to an interesting person about a bit of pop culture that was important to them when they were young. Our guest today is the online editor at Stutter Magazine and the author of Thanks, Pennies, <laughs> a new book that's out right now. It's Valerie Loftus. Hello. Welcome back to the show.
2: Thank you so much. You were here
1: for our Christmas episode very uh, yes. briefly several years ago. I know, that was so exciting. We mean to catch you back for ages. And now you're back. You have I'm a book.
2: Delighted. That's yes, great. I have a book. So that's great. Yeah, tell us about
1: your book quickly first. when we start?
2: Um. Yeah. So it's a love letter to an Irish institution, Pennies. Um, And it's a list, or sorry, a collection of lists, anecdotes, stories, funny things, hopefully funny. That's what I always say because I'm always like afraid that, you know, somebody will pop and go, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. But uh, about Pennies, um, from the changing rooms to the crappy Oaks to the see-through leggings and the um, Pennies Law that me and Sarah were just talking about there where, you know, you're always going to spot somebody in the exact same scarf as you. Uh, year in year out, when you think you've got, you know, your beautiful scarf for the year, and you see about fifteen other women wearing it, and you're like, "Great!" So it's that kind of just reflections on an iconic Irish shop. So awesome. that's yeah, that's my
0: spiel.
1: Yeah, but the thing you're really here to talk about <laughs> is the Spice Girls. Yay! So tell me, start starts off with how old you were when like Spice came out. So give us context. I'd
2: say it, it was 1996, wasn't it? So yeah. um, I was like five. Okay. So I was young, mm. but I was also the target market I think um in terms of just how it would how it would all pan out, mm-hmm. you know, with the merch and all that kind of stuff. But I don't really remember um how it began. I just remember being in it like like immediately signed up to it like 100%. I am a spice girl. I I wanted this my whole life, my whole 5 years of my so life. So which one were you? Oh, so this is one that I've been trying to like contend with for a while now, but that I would say outwardly I was sporty spice. Yeah. Now I was not sporty, nor was I like, you know, particularly a tomboy, but I refused to wear dresses because I was sporty spice. Ah. Mm-hmm. So my mother would be like, my sister was two years younger than me, so she would be like dressed in lovely frilly dresses and flying around the place. And I was like, absolutely not. I'm wearing Adidas tracksuit bottoms everywhere. And I won't like I won't put on a dress. But in my head I was really into ginger. I was really into Jerry. I thought she was so cool. Um but I don't know why I thought like I was denying that part of myself. I was like, <laughs> No, I am sporty spy. So you were like uh, a sun sporty, but like a moon ginger. A moon ginger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I was and I remember being really, really upset when Jerry left because like I was like, listen. All this time, I was rooting for you. Like, <laughs> underneath, I said I was sporty, but I was actually ginger. And now Maybe you're doing if this more to me. girls like me. Had spoken out. <laughs> about how much we loved you. Yeah, <laughs> and I was. I don't know why. And I and I remember when Mel C um, shaved off all her hair after the group. And well, was it after? No, it was kind of in the in the kind of between period between Jerry leaving and then bringing out their final album. I mm. think she'd shaved off her A head. Melody movement yeah, in their she'd, journey. She'd cut off all her hair and I was like, I'm doing that too. And mom was like, no, you're not. And I was, I was like, I am absolutely getting rid of all this hair. Um, I was really, really impressionable, it seems. <laughs> uh, but They're much yeah. worse role models though, I think. Yeah, I know? think Melcy of all of them is actually probably the most kind of responsible one, mm. I guess, as it's all turned out. I don't know why. I feel like she's the one who um, was probably the most, well, like she had the sporty things. So that's good, you know, encouraging girls to get into Movement. sport, even though I never, that didn't really happen for me. But <laughs> the thought was there. Yeah,
3: yeah they were archetypes in their way. I guess it was sort of before... The way we all talk about feminism, and there's more than one way to be a girl. There are mm. five fucking five spices, lad.
2: Five hallways. Yeah. I mean, it's. Ginger is a way.
3: It's a start. <laughs> it's a start, right? It's something. It's something.
1: It's weird to think back that they were like, what, 21 when Wallerie came out? Yeah. Imagine being stuck for 20 years in just how you dressed on the day, one day in 1996. But the thing about that became it, your whoa. entire persona <laughs> for 20 years. Yeah. And
2: Isn't it was <laughs> all over in four years, though. Yeah. It was only four so years. So there you had three albums. Yeah. Which is I don't know why I don't know why I didn't realize this. I was looking at their like discography today, and I was like, three albums, four years, and it was done. Mm. And that's mad to me when you think about how long Westlife were in it, how long Boyzone are still in it. Um, One Direction it, was much longer. One Direction was about five or six years. God,
3: was it only five? No, or six? yeah,
2: and you think all of this—they took over the world in four years, and that's unreal.
3: It is really, and like they, the you mentioned the merch, like there was the merch. Like, there, I feel like we. I don't know about you guys but like I still call platformers baby spice runners like oh, that's mm. there's they gave us a language
2: they did and even just the amount of stuff was unheard of before the Spice Girls the amount of branding mm. um, like the lollies, I, the taste the of lollies. Like and I think that uh, Louise McSherry still has a full set of them at home because no. I remember her putting it on Instagram stories and be like Louise, I need I need <laughs> to know more about this. But she's a full set of those chuba Chubbs lollies. Um, and then there were like the Polaroid cameras. The um, there was toothpaste. There was like everything. The stationary kisses. Stationary, Yes, I did thing. have mm-hmm. the notebooks, the calendars, uh, the dolls. I had the Sporty Spice doll. Um, the dolls
3: all unfortunately suffered from that terrible. Terrible thing that I think all humanized doll processes still
2: suffer from, where it just never really looks. It didn't right. look like mm-hmm. them, but the messy one had the like the cross ah, the tattoo, tattoo on her arm, so there, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah okay, that's, an, that's <laughs> effort. That's effort." Yeah, 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 they did put in a bit of effort for her. Um, but all of that stuff, like that, was not a thing, really. I mean, there was branding and merch before that, but they did it so completely, mm. and they did like. I mean, I was five years old, obviously, and I was like really. Open to being marketed to, so um, you know, that was like I'm marketer's dream at that time, mm. um, because I wanted everything. I wanted everything, like the, the, and I did have a lot of stuff when I thought about it. Mm. And like even the even the um the bootleg stuff, like which the, is always a little yeah. bit better in retrospect. <laughs> You're like I that's like, kind of cooler. The T shirt, um, with like the kind of shitey font. That's the Spice Girls and very grainy photo of the five of them. And I remember when Jerry left, I was like, she was like on the bottom of the t-shirt, so I like tuck her into my pants because oh. I was like, listen, <laughs> she's gone. We're not going to talk about it.
0: We're all moving on with our lives. <laughs> We're
2: all moving on. Yeah, because I remember one of my mom's friends pointed it out. He, he was like, she's not in there in the Spice Girls anymore. And I was like, listen, oh, oh, okay. And I just started like tucking her into the pants. I was like, no, we can't be dealing with this now. Every time I come out in this t-shirt, being embarrassed, having to a fucking press
3: conference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Jerry Halliwell's reason for leaving the Spice Girls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh,
3: tell me where you were on the dance routines. Um, probably not great um, on account of being very small, but. Um, I was maybe, I feel like I was probably seven or eight and lacked coordination in a way that is actually quite sad. Yeah. So when everyone in your house and estate, uh, which is, I come from a house and estate of like 40 children my age, mm. um, and all of the girls are then do- doling out by hair length. Uh, Which of the Spice Girls you are. Um, I was never able to do the dances. And it used to stress me out.
2: So much, you never one keep up. I remember being able. to do was the stop one where oh, you do in the still That one, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, one that, is very easy. That's more arm oriented, arm movements, and not body. Gentle movement. swing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that video was iconic to me because obviously it was shot in Ireland. I don't know how anybody. I don't know how I was. I knew this. Somebody must have told me, and I was absolutely outraged because I wasn't in it. And this oh. is something that has played. Like I don't know why it was very like it happened again and again when I was when I was small that I was like I just didn't understand if. If they were in the country, or if there were fans meeting them, why I wasn't one of them. I remember watching them on the telly. There was must have been some sort of Christmas special on, and at the end of their performance, they brought a load of fans up on stage, and I wept because I was like, "Come on, (laughs) I'm sitting here. This means the most to me." Yeah, Yeah. but literally when um, Boyzone did their final gig in the RDS and it must have been 1997 or something like that and my parents brought me and I was absolutely ecstatic, I was so excited and we were sitting up in the nosebleeds Um, I had the time of my life throughout the concert until (laughs) they brought up a couple of fans on stage and it all just like turned I started crying oh, I wailed no. I wailed and you can imagine I was small and my parents were just like oh my god how did we ever to stop you being so unreasonable I was just like I don't understand why those children <laughs> are allowed to be up on stage boys I'm like I'm up here so far away in these like shite seats <laughs>
3: <And> <laughs> context becoming it's like the, it's, the magic is shattered oh
2: the, absolutely yeah. I was like wait I'm not actually like special to them as like these particular children um, like they were probably like nepotism kids, you know. Like I'm, I'm, saying this to myself now, you know, to make myself feel better. But they were probably like people's kids, you know, like their oh, managers. And oh like, yeah, definitely
3: yeah. managers. Kids, Without yeah. doubt. But this,
2: this didn't um occur to me at the time. I just I in my head they'd been selected from for the, the purity of their love. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I love them more, so I don't understand why I'm not up there. So it happened a lot that I would just be like absolutely bereft by like not being included in this. This thing—I don't know what that means or what it meant. I just because I guess
3: part of the power of that kind of mad love of the of bands and pop bands, especially because so much of it is like positive, you know, is that feeling of being included. Yeah, but there is definitely these wicked reality checks where, like, oh no,
2: they don't know who I am. They don't, and they never know who I am. <laughs>
3: This is why we were talking a little bit off, Mike, about what YouTubers are so powerful. Yeah, You know, at least Jerry and the gals weren't looking at you, making direct eye contact with you out of a, hi guys, we're just going to get ready together, girl power. Like, there was none of that weird hypnosis shit. It was much more,
2: yeah, our imaginations brought us there instead of
3: them bringing us in, you know. I know.
2: And I was so attached. I was so attached to them. And I mean, you'll see, I I had my Spice Girls diary um, as I tweeted about several times now at this stage because I just I don't know I got such a surprise when I saw it um it's basically this notebook a Spice Girls notebook that I was obviously uh, given and treasured but decided that because it was a Spice Girls notebook I could only write about the Spice Girls in it um and I I don't know like what what I thought I would be getting out of it like I was like I'm going to write about they're like comings and goings in their life, but like, how would I find out what they are? Because I was like, so is six. it fan fiction? No, it was no? true. Like, oh, so, it's fact reporting. So I have like, <laughs> yeah. I, have a, I have a page, the page here that I've tweeted before, but it was um when Mel B got got married, and I was I must have been reading about it in my mom's Hello magazine or something like that, and I was like going through my feelings of of like Mel B getting married, and Posh Spice getting engaged to David Beckham because I was like this is like actually good news for them but bad news for me as a Spice Girls fan because once they get married they won't want to be in Spice Girls anymore and I was right I think yeah that's fair their their lives all moved on but I had to kind of reckon with that Mm. but I was about seven years of age so I didn't really know how to do this big feeling small girl yes yeah so oh. I was kind of devastated. Um, but then I, I think I ran out of Spice Girls material pretty quick as the diary turns into me talking about my granny not bringing us sweets and stuff like that. So. <laughs> 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 Back to normal Valerie material.
3: <laughs> there on. I don't know. Do you think we'll like, do you think they only could have existed at that time? Like, do you think we'll ever see anything like it again? Like, I, I think we we're saw all, it. We're all grown up. A bit of like... it
2: with One Direction. Yeah, but it was different. I they think were because yeah. it yeah. Had happened before, and also because they were boys. But we'd seen that happen with Backstreet Boys and Westlife and and all that as well. But as as for a girl group, that take like I don't know why it's so different when it's a girl group. Mm. Because Little Mix are very popular now. Yeah, they're but great. They, they and they're great. But they're we not... have to hashtag this podcast under Little Mix because my god, their fans are <laughs> like fans. excitable, yeah. Hello, excitable.
0: Hi, girls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they. and and no disrespect to them but like I don't think what the Spice Girls did will ever be replicated
3: I think the Spice Girls were selling us a story if we're going to talk about the selling of it
1: because you Mm. know I suppose it's because it happened like without the internet as well so it was totally managed through papers papers. and like Top of the Pops and stuff so you got a much more controlled like access to them than you do now result mix have to be like doing that Jamaican accent video that's them isn't it yeah 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 like <laughs> there, there's no I like the Jerry video although there probably would have been well, I guess the they didn't
3: really get many chances to make mis- they wouldn't have had as many chances to make mistakes yeah I no. mean Jerry
1: still did by talking about Margaret Thatcher every opportunity she got oh my god but, yeah. um, <laughs> Jerry you mad bitch yeah. <laughs>
2: fucking legend I can't really yeah see I can't really remember any big scandals with the Spice Girls very much very I carefully suppose.
1: managed no. there yeah. was Jerry when Jerry's softest pictures came out that was kind of a thing oh that was yeah.
2: that was pre-fame wasn't yeah that was it? like News of the World from oh, yeah. cover kind of thing
1: mm. yeah but yeah, that was kind really of it I remember that I think that was yeah.
2: been squashed pretty quickly
1: hmm so it, was easier
2: squash, it was easier to squash, squash things. things.
3: It yeah. was much yeah. easier to squash things back then, whereas now it's much more... And uh, it
1: turns deep. out that, like, the, the rest of us already knew, so it was like, oh, uh, all right, well, we don't care We don't care yeah. then. It's not going to... Girl, power, fuck up. you. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: we all own a pair of breasts, man. It's grand. <laughs> like. But uh, I liked Emma the best. I was definitely not a baby spice. I was like a small um, potato child with short, dark hair. So I was kind of like a very sad, posh spice. Um, like... <laughs> the saddest posh spice that ever there was <laughs> but uh, I like Emma Bund the best because I'm a massive fan of her solo career yeah, yeah me too I think when you listen back to those tracks as I regularly do because bangers it's always her voice you can hear she has the
2: sweetest pitch mm. even in that them. new video of them um that they did to announce the tour she starts singing first I'm like oh her there lovely voice, mm-hmm. crystal clear, so beautiful, and she got to do
3: a lot of the lovely harmonies. Yeah. Like there was a lot of really nice harmonies in it, mm. except for poor Victoria, um, <laughs> who just got to do the talky bits. But like uh, Melly just... and
2: Melly and um, Emma had really actually the oh, best voices. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jerry, Nasty's voice is really fucking distinctive, and, and mm. it's so interesting because it is basically her speaking voice. Which doesn't happen a lot, you know, when people have that voice have their speaking voice come through. Yeah, it carries really, really yeah.
3: distinctively. And it's very um not husky, but it's textured. But and her it's, so a, her it's voice, a weird
2: voice for pop. It's yeah. not really a pop voice. So I I think that it's it was kind of a mad nearly a mad choice like to have her belting out these songs. But she could belt. Oh yeah, she,
3: mm-hmm. could. she could really belt. She and Emma had that lovely, like sweet, sweet twinkly voice. voice you know? and then, That's before
1: autotune as well. So there's so much character in their voices in the songs. Whoever was bad, they
2: just turned them down.
1: There's actually on the first album there's one of the non single Mm -hmm. ones. And there's a bit where Victoria basically mumbles her words really quietly. Kind of some kind of drops while Victoria is singing and then comes back up again. It's really weird, but (laughs) it definitely wouldn't happen now. She she doesn't have (laughs) a solo line on Wannabe, all the rest of them do. Victoria has no solo line on Wannabe. Really? That's interesting.
2: It's kind of like how Boyzone tried to pretend that Shane and Keith could do anything. Uh, <laughs> and it was really, I mean, I'm i am sure they're lovely men. It was the fucking mm. Stephen and Ronan show.
3: Oh, Stephen. Like,
2: I'm sorry. I'm I still know. so sad every time I think about Stephen Gately. Mm. Um, so am
3: I. I watched, uh, I was, uh, I am a mad fan of Ghost Hunters. <laughs> and there's an episode of Ghost Hunters. Do they try Boys to contact? Own.
2: Uh, with boys on <gasps> it, no. And Stephen Sorry, is. Sorry, why is guys, this upsetting? Uh, me? <laughs> please
3: watch it. It's very funny. I'm sure it is. The girls allowed one is really funny because Cheryl Cole tries to start a fight with a ghost, and she's just so fucked off. course of she would, she is so yeah. mad. She absolutely, Nadine would. won't go. They show up in Nadine's house, and she's like, "Actually, no, I'm not Flyer. coming." <laughs> like, <"Flyer. laughs> I'm not coming. Like she's just like, "No, not there." She literally they show up, and she's like, in her dressing gown, just like, mm. "I love that."
2: Don't like ghosts. It's like she um. Reminds me of like when we went in school we used to do the back black magic light as a feather stiff as a yeah. board shit. and there was always one girl standing off going no absolutely not <laughs> that's it <laughs> in Yeah. But when they get to the big
3: spooky house everyone is very upset except Cheryl Cole who really wants to fight a ghost <laughs> <laughs> and it is I 10 out of 10 would watch again however the boys own one Stephen Gately gets really upset and starts crying Oh no! and he absolutely oh, like to go that and was, get sick
1: I thought that was after Stephen Gately died they were trying to no yeah, no, no no he's still okay, with us he's still right. with
3: us no he's that's fabulous right he's still got like, his little step like he's gorgeous oh. he's in his he's like in his prime and he's very upset by the haunted house and uh, it's a very touching watch so I think I would pair them okay mm-hmm. you know I would pair Cheryl like- Cole fighting with ghosts tap the fucking table <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen Gately having a little cry Aww. as a lovely um, a lovely retrospective of pop
2: stars in spooky situations mm-hmm. it's it's. Why really good why do we really do good. that more with like more people just like put them in a haunted house and see how they react like yeah you listen like, to Channel 4? Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Which is not just kick it
2: off again. I it's would just gas. cry, I think. Oh, yeah. I can't yeah. do it with anything. That's great entertainment. The Ellen little. Show don't do it. They do it every Halloween. Yeah. They, like, put uh, once a year. It's enough. probably no. slightly
1: out of date now. But did you hear what they did in Loftus Hall for Halloween? Hey. Yeah. Um, I I was Hall. <laughs> there was a competition where you had to get into a coffin and they would close the coffin. And then you had to count 60 minutes yourself. And whoever got closest to 60 minutes won like a thousand euro. Minutes. Minutes.
3: Oh jeez. And they would amazing. make noise
1: and stuff outside the coffin. You'd keep counting up to sixty minutes yourself. Fuck. That's, and what would you win? A thousand euro or something? There couldn't be yeah. enough
2: money in the world for it. Yeah. No, thanks. I don't
3: like st- I would do it, but I'm really bad at counting. I feel like I got ten digits get, right I here. I've <laughs> got I've got I've got helpers on my hands. But the second I have to use anything outside of my fingers to count, I'm broken in the brain. So I just mm. can't. I, so I think I would be able for the spookiness, but not the numbers. Sorry. Mm. Um, uh, no but seeing the pop stars in that environment at the time or even a little bit after the time is fascinating because it's un- well, not unfiltered it's still edited it's still yeah. the telly but like it's still controlled, it's still presented to you. It's them out of
1: like the question and answer format.
3: It's them out yeah. of the magazines and it's out yeah. of the story that they are told. And the Spice Girls definitely had a story that they were telling you. And it was actually really nice. It was whereas the One Direction story and kind of I guess the Boys on West Lifey kind of story is like look, we're sweet romantic boys who want yeah. to hold your hand do to do Wink sensitive boys who like you a bunch. Uh whereas the the Spice Girl story was one of like It's the opposite friendship. of that though,
2: isn't it funny? It's like the boys have to be marketed as being sensitive, cute boys you can love. Whereas the girls are like, We're loud, proud, gals. Like even back then. That's the whole that, and it's always been that way with girl groups. Like bewitched. They were oh all about God. screaming and jumping and dancing and, and all the matching jeans. Matching jackets, jumpers. Yeah. yeah. But boys are like, you know, girl, I love you so much and I'll always love you. And isn't that interesting yeah. that the way that they sell men to women is through this this
3: process sensitivity mm. and the way they sell women to women it's is empowerment, to empowerment, kind of
2: yeah. So uh, I feel
3: Spicer like I've always kind of known that, but that. saying saying
2: it out loud is so I sad. Know. It's like taking me like.
3: <laughs> Stop telling me my feelings, you
2: fucks
3: <laughs> Take my money. I'm gonna do One Direction again. Um, One Direction was the nicest gig I've ever been to. It was just a bunch of girls being oh, really nice to each other. I went
2: to the One Direction gig in Croke Park, and I what was it? horrifically no. drunk. Oh, I was, I was, I was sober with my Snuck baby in sister. Ah, oh, oh, very Park Sorry, <laughs> Croke Park people. I know I, I broke the rules, but it was very fun. Oh, geez, there was like so many mat- mothers and kids and like teens, and it's we were lovely. just like we were just like doing like snow angels in the confetti. Like, ah!
3: <laughs> do you want to do? Too, but that's yeah. about as rowdy as Screaming it's going to get at Harry Styles yeah. oh my god spitting me Harry like he's so oh fabulous any time he him does him, a photo like, shoot I'm just like he's very very good looking. staring at his insane face like <laughs> um, but I was at Taylor Swift recently and it was extremely rowdy and violent and scary. And I was like, Violent-y. this is not... Yeah, lots of locked boys, like locked dudes. Not like... Oh, who got
1: all the free tickets. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Like yeah. the
3: reason they did the free tickets thing, I believe, is because she could... She, so she could be the first woman who did two nights at Croke Park ever. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like, fine.
0: <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> that's what you need. But it was also so intense compared to that lovely pop, authentically pop crowd at One Direction, which was just girls being overwhelmed and telling each other that they look beautiful I think that's what the Spice Girls gigs would be like yeah and that's I can't imagine like. how so gorgeous they'll be when they tour again I like, really
2: do hope they open up that tour a bit more because I oh know no. it's only like could you fucking imagine them in the three arena like in Dublin oh, you know? like do like five nights one
3: after the other I'd be delighted yeah. oh I'd show up take my money I'd be delighted. I saw yeah. Girls Aloud in
1: the three arena and it was oh! one of the best I've ever seen I'd say it was outrageous it was brilliant also Nicola's the best one Yeah, she? she sings the best dances the best is the most into it and she there writes all the songs as well Yeah. Like.
2: She writes, Secret she hero. Wrote, she wrote uh, Cheryl's new song. Oh, wow, um, there's always a Dolly Parton hiding among
3: us, mm-hmm.
1: isn't there? Yeah. yeah. So
2: she—that's what she does now. So when you look at like, I love—I don't know why—I love looking up song credits for people. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. And like, she's the same she's, names. she's written so much. That's gorgeous. Yeah. It's so, so, so nice. Go on,
3: too. I went to see Steps. Shout out Louise Bruton. Took me to Steps because uh, she knows I like them, uh, and <laughs> she covered them for the paper, and she brought me her, as her plus one, and I um, lost my fucking reason because those live pop gigs are. Like it's like pure time it's travel. Those were some Very of your infectious. greatest Instagram stories of all time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was making all these Instagram stories and didn't realize that you could hear me singing like <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, like just screaming my head off with absolutely no dignity whatsoever because you don't expect it to be so transporting. Like my first single that I bought was One for Sorrow, and uh, then I got the Spice Girls album um, off my auntie who had finished listening to it on a cassette, and it had the, yeah. it had the. I remember looking at all the lyrics. That's why that's the, my first Spice
2: Girls album was um, actually a cassette that was taped off the actual cassette Ah. Mm -hmm. so he like put the two into the two decks and he he was like no this is for you and I was like thank you so
0: much precious (laughs) thing it was yeah.
3: it's so important and like I can only imagine in terms of because when you go to see a concert like you're not just I mean I don't know I'm bad at music but I so I find like if I have to stand in a large room with a person holding a guitar on stage it's very hard to keep my attention You do
2: Yeah you do start wondering When it's going to be over Yeah It's not so bad I
3: mean but you, you're waiting but To hear something. your song like, Yeah And then you're like Cool I've heard my song I've had my feelings And now this is You know Whereas something like Steps Yeah Was so You're there to huge, have a little party this, The stage show was Fucking off the chain They opened with the Venga Boys Which was like Bad cruise ship entertainment And was slightly like It then set, it set my standards Through the floor And I was like mm. Oh this is going to be Really depressing False False It was not depressing yeah. It was inst- it was amazing. It was fully somebody designed the narrative of that show. So I can't wait to see who's designing the Spice Girls show. I know
2: mm. it's it's really I, I mean, I love pop gigs. Like I'm always mm. so excited to go. I went to Ariana Grande <gasps> last year oh. um, in Dublin and she was amazing. amazing. It was so good. Like and she can sing. Mm. She, like, can she can sing. For such
3: a tiny human.
2: Such an impug. At home, we always call her like, "Ah oh, yes, adult baby Ariana Grande." Um, <laughs> I'm a very sexy baby. I'm a
3: sexy baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And but also, oh my god, she can sing. She I was. would not forgive that I'm a sexy baby right. uh, if. If she couldn't back it up, and she Mary absolutely can. And Joseph, and she's also gas. This yeah. is the new yeah. flash of the years that Ariana Grande is a gas bitch. <laughs> she's a gas bitch.
2: So uh, I'm, I'm behind her. And her, her every references step of the way. are so good that uh, she did that first Wives club performance um, just there on El- on the Ellen show a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, that's so. good. That's so good, like for some you know, of her age. Somebody, like, yeah. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. I love First Wives Club, and she's just like they recreated the like last scene where they're wearing the white. The oh, you don't own me scene. My I was like, that's so great. Like she's out there doing that. She's for having, us. she's copped on. She is, yeah. yeah. And again, she
3: has to be a very different kind of pop star than the girls would have been. The yes, girls, exactly. You know? And
2: she's had living her life sadly very. Publicly, God I love her. Yeah, um, it's not much fucking crack being underground. No, I don't think. and it's. I wonder what it would have been like with the Spice Girls having to no do social media like uh, in the come up. Like, can you imagine
3: looking at each of their individual Instagram accounts and wondering who would have the most followers out of the Spice yeah. Girls originally? Jerry, I think. Yeah, maybe. But did people like Jerry?
2: I loved her.
3: Been I the liked leader her. The she, yeah, was she was she my leader favorite. Leader? As well, but she's I was a twelve-year-old boy.
1: So. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. She
2: had. Yeah, she's that kind was of bossy her looking, her corner. You know? Was the sexy corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she always was wearing a uh, latex of some sort. Yes, you know. and yeah. the the platform boots mm-hmm. and the like, like little spaghetti strap mini dresses. Um, and I kind I of do her. feel
3: for Mel um, B as well because she was just like, and yes. Here is a woman of colour lever print.
2: And that's kind of shitty in retrospect. And even her solo career didn't really do so great. But I was listening because they have like a Spice Girls. This is a Spice Girls playlist um, on Spotify. And her solo stuff came up. She collaborated with Missy Elliott. So that was what she was doing. Like they all did really interesting stuff with solo careers. Mm. But she um, was with Missy Elliott. Very kind of grown up. Uh, very American R&B mm. when she came out solo. So I can see why it wouldn't have spoken to me as a like, whatever age I was, like nine or something. Yeah. Eight. yeah. It wouldn't have spoken to me. But it's it's probably the kind of thing that would do well now. Because, you know, that kind of thing is We've coming back a, vin- a, a
3: vintage elevation of yes. Mel
2: B's like Mel lesser B's loved solo. career.
3: Because I feel like I've seen her hosting and she's obviously a fucking whip smart, fucking legend, like, yeah. you know. Mm. But uh, I do think probably being the only black gal in a white cast must have been really complicated for her. And I wonder if she ever
2: kind of, I I would love to hear her talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder if she ever did. I hope she might. I'm going to look that up after this because I want to know like has she ever kind of examined that? Because they also, I'd say she
3: bleeding, I definitely would say in her position she probably couldn't help but examine it. Like you're fully putting The one brown skinned girl in leopard print every time. Scary. Scary Spice. Whoa. Our mentalism, my friend. Like, that is the realest racial theory right there. So, like, there is, it's it's definitely all fun and games when you're five and you're like, which one are you? But you realize then everyone in your house is white as well. And and you're like, and
2: nobody was like, I'm Scary Spice because obviously. Nobody wants to call themselves so Scary Spice, really, do they? Like, and it's such a weird. It was such a weird thing to, for her to be called. Yeah, because she a was weird like choice, isn't it? She was like, it's because she was loud and gobby. But why was she seen as that? Because they were all loud and gobby.
3: Yeah, they mm. really were, especially yeah.
2: Sporty Spice. Yeah, you know, and definitely Jerry.
3: And Jerry would have caricatures, yeah. yeah. I mean? And like Posh Spice is sitting there, literally scowling all day. Yeah, like they will be a Scary
2: Spice. So why? So why- yeah. yeah, it's it's mad and. I mean, it's like she must be just like, well, fuck, like this is me for the rest of my life, Scary Spice. But she has done. But I guess now, it probably it's different now. I guess we can all see why. That would have been the, the case. case
3: Yeah but she definitely Didn't get Which maybe is a
2: comfort Done
3: but like They all had amazing careers do you Yeah know what I mean I don't think and Mel-, Mel B
2: is probably One of the most visible Of them still Because she's presenting America's, America's Got Talent <gasps> Over in the US Yeah she She's is. quite got Quite a, a very big Presenting career Over in the US She did a
3: great job Guest guest guest, uh, guest judging On Ruby Drag Race once
2: Yeah Like she's around mm. like... Yeah yeah She's she's like She's carved out A career for herself mm. I guess It feels
1: they weird They have, that they have but... to do it though you know it yeah. feels like because they sold 85 million records yeah and they it gotta to keep like working they sh- that they shouldn't have had to do anything
3: oh, do you not think when you're 21 right and you're whipped on like I know this Spice bus Alan Cumming yay the story oh, of touring right Touring, fucking film oh my god I, what a fucking yeah. film right but also at the same time like touring's a nightmare yeah. touring is shit Yeah, I've only ever done I'm it actually small.
2: reading Lily Allen's book right now oh, and that would make you never out. want to be a touring musician.
3: I would never be a touring musician. I've done touring very, on very, very small scales weeks of touring like book shit and mm-hmm. I've been a roadie um, and that was mental. Um, but the kinds of touring that they do
2: at the age they're at yeah. when they're all just barreled together in a bus and you don't know where you are or what time it is and you're just like well all, I go out All now. hotels look the same. Yeah. Uh,
3: you go out on stage and it's hugely emotional and there's people screaming like what the fuck? So of course they couldn't stop working. You can't just go. It's over now. I get well, to and go. You're
2: home. Then, and they're twenty five or something. Like yeah, they whole life's like, oh, ahead of them. Like, what do I do next? I mean, like and some of the Direction Boys are just
3: chilling in their in their YouTube mansions. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're just chilling. Well, I love
2: that Niall Horan took like two years to play golf, <laughs> <laughs> and then was like, "Oh, of course now, he did. <laughs> Is that not the most Mullingar thing you've ever yeah. heard in your fucking <laughs> life? I finally get to be a golf boy. <laughs> yeah. Of course you do, Niall. Jesus, oh, I love it. And but he, I mean, yeah, but he kind of, I guess, in that post. Spice Girls world I guess in that he knew that there was, there was a bit of a choice whereas maybe mm-hmm. when they went, and maybe they didn't make that much money like it, it is entirely possible that Spice Girls did not make did not see half of the stuff contractually
3: they made. that is really really interesting yeah How if, much from what I was reading
1: they made about 15 million each out of it out of it yeah
3: whoa that's not a lot for the it's probably not a lot of world consuming. domination yeah. they're like all like they more now. billions yeah. Yeah. so that's that's good that
1: Victoria worth 450 million
2: yeah. Lots of that's on our own back. But that's like
1: 10 times what I need the rest of them work. Yeah. So. Fuck. Yeah. Ugh, that's fucking. But not yes. maybe for you. But it just it feels weird to see this because they're the Spice Girls. It's like seeing the Beatles like hosting Ghost Hunter or something, you know? Yeah. If they're like that level of iconic, it feels like they shouldn't they're iconic. need to be on America's Got Talent. They're
2: iconic as a group. and um, mm. I'm wondering if there's a difference like in when they're all split, like when they're split up Mm. you know it's the Spice Girls not the, the Spice, Spice girls.
3: girls I read a tweet some absolute mysterious anonymous hero of the internet made a remark about how it was no coincidence that they weren't called Destiny's children yeah that it was just Destiny's child yeah and I do think that there is not quite like prophecy in how things are constructed but the girls oh, are absolutely. the most powerful as a unit except Beyonce for not the, uh, yeah, yeah. Except Beyonce <laughs> but within the Spice Girls Except fucking Victoria, Victoria Beckham. Beckham. Dark Horse. Because she formed, she formed another Horse. group. Oh my God. The Beckhams. Yeah. yeah. her whole, yeah. Like, The Beckhams her are whole they're
1: a group. They're she w- a brand.
3: And and she, I, she, whoa. Yeah. It's yeah, a huge.
2: And we were talking recently actually about uh, women who have changed their names. Famous women who have changed their names after marriage. And we were like who? Mm. Would, and it took us ages to get to Victoria Beckham. Mm. Because she's always been Victoria Beckham. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Like but that's her brand now. She could never just like I mean it doesn't matter what he does. I'm sure. And to be honest she surpassed, surpassed them, him.
3: Yeah. Mm. She's along long. She is. He lives in her shadow. Oh can you kick a ball? Where's your fucking uh, empire uh, sun? Were you good on Fashion lovely band. Betty? No, yeah. you weren't. She was. <laughs> like, I bought a pair of sunglasses recently. The only sunglasses that I've ever paid more than three euro for mm. um, are big, big sunglasses that are kind of like knockoffs of what Victoria Beckham sunglasses are. And I somebody else was like, oh my God, are they Victoria Beckham? I was like, no, they're Key Australia,
2: but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see your reference. But she's, she's fabulous. She's amazing as a person who has... Um, like reinvented herself mm. so she had the Spice Girls then she had the wag moment where she was like and that was brief that was brief yeah but she was at World Cup World Cup with Cheryl Cole and she was like like the colour of a tree like like brown brown the tan kind of the, the like fake tan, <laughs> skinny as a, boobs, a rail, yeah, yeah. Um, that she got removed later on, which it I, I love. She? Yeah, she was because she got like these, like they were, they were bad now. They're there were 90, two was, like melon things, yeah, yeah. And she was just like, yeah, I got them out, lol. Um, but she's so self-aware as well. I think that's why she's able to do it. Um, so she had that moment, and then she was like, okay, I'm a serious fashion designer now, and she just did it and she made it happen.
3: So, do you think that self-awareness thing might be actually what we were seeing in The Spice Girls instead of her actually just being scowly? It she was, was probably just aware of self-awareness. Of yeah, mm-hmm. like she knew who she was. I think. All, like always, she wasn't pretending as hard as the others. Yeah,
2: so she was like, "Well, yeah." They knew that they weren't gonna like get much out of her. So they're like, "Well, we'll call you posh then, and you that's your whole thing. That'll that will be your thing," because she's always been the same. I think. Yeah. When you watch Spice World, um, she's the funniest. Yeah, she gets the best lines. She is yeah. so funny, she's so droll. Like, just... <laughs> I'm Victoria Malcolm, the best <laughs> moment of any film. But Go on, she, Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's the funniest. Um, in any of, did they had like she had like a um, a reality show briefly did when uh, her and David Beckham moved to LA because he was signed up with LA Galaxy. She's so funny in that. There's like a video of her going to get a driving license. Extremely funny. She's gas. Like she's well, really even that funny. recent moment she did with Vogue.
3: Yeah, was outstanding yeah. like that is someone who is eye on the fucking ball she like fully knows absolutely what she got, knows like.
2: who she is and i think that's that's contributed so much to her being never really lost like mm. she's always mm. even when she was making her music um like her solo career and I may, maybe it wasn't her first choice of things to do yeah. but you know she did her bit but the, the last single i think that she released um there was the video was all of her making fun of herself and it was just after David had gotten his OBE from the Queen whatever that means I don't know it's like a medal or something and there, there's a scene in the video where she's like reaching for the medal like and going oh because she also wants the OBE you know yeah. like, and it was just her po- uh, taking the piss of, out of herself um, so she's always been that way
3: yeah always a wink and a nudge yeah and maybe that's probably why she isn't coming back on tour with
2: the yeah girls. she knows mm. she's done like she's she's got her business I've heard that there was part of it was like that it would have devalued her business if she'd stepped away from it or something like that and she was just like thinking about you know being a fashion person she probably just going to stay like, that way it's
3: like do you really want to leave the runway for the panto
2: yeah and mm. we love, the panto. Okay,
3: I will, we love I will, the panto I will fist but fist money at but I get money it. it I, at them, I on, 100% but... understand why you'd be finished with it 100% because yeah. mm. you're putting on your teenage clothes and pretending to be someone who you were in 1997
2: yeah she's, re- she's done she's a woman she's a, like what age is she in her mid-40s now. And I don't think, she's I don't think be... it's
3: spoil-sportism. I don't think it's anything no. like that. And it's mm. great that the other girls are getting back together. I nah, um, for
2: saying nah. Because mm. like, um, she knows. Because she's cause she a knows. singer. The other girls are all fucking singers. Yes. And know? she did her little solo career and she kind of knew I think she knew all the way through that she was never going to be the one with the successful solo career. Yeah, mm. So she was like feck it. I'll do what I want for a change. Which is close. Yeah. So I think that's real cool. Mm. And in great. the end, I'm like, it's kind of like when the revisionist uh, Sex and the City stuff where people are like, Miranda was the coolest all along. Uh, and now I'm like, you know what, maybe Pasha was the coolest all along. Yeah, maybe, maybe she, she was. was.
3: I feel like Baby Spice for me was the big fantasy. The like, the, yeah. the, the, the kind of femininity that I wanted when I was like a young teenager because she was the youngest and she was like, she had that sweet voice the and geese, the nicest clothes. clothes. C- cutesy. But her solo, I fucking loved the songs she came out with because they're all really weird 60s mm. bangers. Mm. The The... One of my most listened to songs of the year every year on my Spotify flashback is Maybe but that the 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 it's song is Total Banger. Yeah. It's I think it's the best
1: solo single from any of them. I think. It's
3: a banger. The video is also brilliant. It's, it's this a, weird nineteen. Yeah. it was I think it was around sort of that weird Austin Powers moment where everything yes. was. It's like two thousand three, everyone was playing yeah. yeah. the sixties yeah. stuff. But yeah. the the video's actually kinda of brilliant. Like it's mm. proper all um it's not shot in black and white but all the outfits are black and white it's really futurist and the dancing is really great and like but again great in the way that before everyone had to be literally perfect at everything like the, the same way that autotune makes everything perfect all mm. the dancing is perfect uh, the way music videos almost look robotic now there was something just a bit more human looking about mm. that music video where it's just a bunch of good dancers doing this Everton. gas 60s sequence and it's a banger
2: it's so yeah. good I like, love Jerry solo stuff actually
3: oh man her um, training men was fucking outstanding
2: look at me that whole yeah. that was so good because that was I think that was her first single and that was kind yeah. of her like her clarion call being like this is who I am now and I remember being so impressed I was like wow uh, she did the, the music video that was like it was like she played like four different types of characters like of that she'd been portrayed as so I remember like the yeah. the whore the bitch the whatever um and I just loved it I loved how there
1: was like a funeral she was. Corp- like quartet yeah. with where like, like it a ginger on it mm. and, and had a th-
2: Union Jack dress yeah, but and then, then I- she ripped off something
1: yeah but at the end she's like just in her regular clothes in like a long sleeve top and Mm. pants dancing. And she looks like the most the happiest and prettiest she's looked in any of her yeah. videos yeah. where she's just like being a regu- her regular self Yeah, and she's like, she's like what was like 25 then, 26 God so young and she's, she's like so young. free of this and she's blonde as well then she, yeah. she went blonde straight away then as well which is really interesting yeah
2: that was I, I loved it and then the Brit Awards she I don't know what she performed at the Brit Awards it was I'm a different looker. song but she mm-hmm. came out through these legs these like legs opened up and she just walked out I was like I, I'm I'm obviously was too young but like that's such a statement to make it's like okay there I'm it not, is I've got a picture I'm not it. a kid anymore yeah, <laughs> got a picture but right like, here.
1: Look at me, bag it up, machico latino. latino. Machico um, latino. Oh my yeah. god!
2: Oh my god! I haven't thought about that song since it came I came out. Listening to it on the mm. way over, I was like, "This is very good." Yeah, like that she does great songs. Her solo not...
1: album, she sold ten million albums. Yeah, Whoa. she sold
2: Robbie. Um, she fucking is the Robbie. She's the yeah. Robbie, but she she should have been as big as Robbie. Still, you know that kind mm. of way. Like Robbie can still sell out arenas. Yeah. But what
1: I love about look at me is that it's in the grand tradition of Robbie Williams and Brian McFadden, of where your first single as a solo artist when you're the first to leave has to be about how you've left. It's a
2: statement. So yeah. Robbie had
1: freedom, and Brian McFadden had uh, real to me. to me. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. And that's where that, That's where fucked up. Uh, oh, Zayn's just about yeah. fucking. Tell us about looking. why you left one direction. I have a
2: model girlfriend.
1: It's like
3: okay, great. Zayn is like smoking a
2: blunt the size of a pint again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're like, no, we don't like that, Zane. You have to Zane, tell us why you left. Zane, will you relax a bit, please, darling? Just
3: tell us about your feelings. That's what we like, Zane. My sister um, was never a vine person that she should have been because she's hilarious. And after, so my sister, we kept buying her life size One Direction cardboard cutouts because we're mean to each other. So <laughs> Our bedroom is <laughs> just full of these terrifying life size cut-out cutouts of Harry and Zane. And there's a very short video somewhere on the internet of my sister uh, listening to Crimea River the day that Zayn left, walking across her bedroom and turning the cardboard cutouts to face-, face the wall, <laughs> and then just turning her head away with a uh, a speed and an anger and a pain, and I feel like
2: that's it. that's how we all. all felt
3: every time a Robbie left or like you know that's the Jerry or
2: Brian in the wall yeah, in the wall I'm, now goodbye i was really mad I'm still kind of mad at Brian McFadden actually I was like when the Westlife announced their reunion I was like good don't let him in don't let him in now he doesn't mm. deserve to come back he did that stupid boys life thing with Keith Duffy he doesn't deserve to come back I okay
3: I so I have uh, Westlife face blindness okay um they all have floppy it's soft pretty hair. Much the same face. Uh, they mm. all kind of have the same face. Yes. And um, I I think I was not, I don't think I listened to them at all. I think okay. I was still
2: hung up on, take that. I was, I was Boyzone, but, and and I've only realised recently that Westlife are bigger than them now. Oh yeah. Mm. And I oh, thought that Boyzone were the bigger ones, but they're not. No, ta- the duration. Yeah. Right. And Westlife are so big in uh, the middle, or the Southeast Asian countries. Um, I was in, yeah, I was in uh, Thailand, Vietnam and Cambodia last year and everywhere I went. Westlife. Westlife. Um, And I read an article about it. um, Somebody from, I think it was from the Philippines, had written an article being like, why are Westlife so big here? It's like, because um, it's English, English language stuff that isn't about anything in particular. Very easy to understand. Very easy on the ear. You can you can hear every word. So people listen to it and take in English.
3: They learn music. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I've heard lots of stories of people learning yeah. English too, Michael
2: Jackson and stuff
3: like yeah, that. Yeah, right? but Westlife
2: apparently enunciate very well. Yes, so they all learn, that's how they learn English, and they love Westlife. Like even the early, like the deep cuts and things like that from the first album. album. tracks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, right, okay. That Never, right. haven't heard this much Westlife in years, and here I am being like bombarded with them. Um, you go as far away from Ireland and you always bump into your fucking neighbours. Yeah, like, that's just that's the real Jesus. <laughs>
0: Hi, Fashion Hotline. Hi, after this long winter, my family needs a style pick-me-up for spring. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, spring's first big sale is on now. Pick up fresh styles for the family from just $5, $10, and $15 with tees and tanks from $5, kids' shorts from $10, and jeans from $15. Whoa, styles from just 5 bucks? That's right. Plus, get 50% off swimwear and buy online and pick up in-store for free today. Now that's a real pick-me-up. Get to Old Navy and OldNavy.com now for spring styles from $5, $10, and $15. About $318 to $326 in-stores. Select styles only. Excludes licensed and in-store clearance.
1: I'm Connor Reid, and this is Words To That Effect, a literary podcast of the curious, the intriguing and the unexplored. With in-depth research and expert guests, I answer the kind of questions you know you need the answers to. Like, what exactly is transhumanism, and why do some people think it'll make them immortal? Why are there so many crime novels with the word girl in the title? Who was H.B. Lovecraft, and why is the internet a little bit obsessed with him? Listen to Words to That Effect wherever you get your podcasts or at WTTEpodcast.com. Season 3 is launching very soon. That just reminded me of something that occurred to me when I was uh, listening to the first Spice Girls album the other day. All their love songs are like written from the perspective of someone who's never actually been in a relationship yet. Like so <sighs> A preteen is like imagining what being in love is like. Oh, it's all a, really, really Club 7 realness man yeah. where it's just
3: so uncomplicated.
2: It's like, well that's like... Um One Direction as well to keep coming back to One Direction but they it's all written for how uh, a preteen girl would love a boy to talk to them Mm. Mm. you know like that's what makes you beautiful you don't know you're beautiful it's like oh my god yeah that's so true like (laughs) (laughs) I'm nine I'm literally nine yes oh (laughs) my god but I suppose actually I can't I can't really remember any of the album tracks off the first album because I was like I'm just going to listen to all the good shit but um it must be weird. Them up it must be a strange cool. one with girls talking about lads before, like, cause, you know, we don't really cover that. Mm. Girls talking about lads when they're like, preaching. A, a lot of it yeah. is, a lot of it, from
3: what I remember, is being like, lads are only moderately important and need to cop onto themselves mm-hmm. seem to be the general gist thematically of yeah. the music. But
1: yes. if you look at like, two become one, oh, that yeah. sounds basically like, we're going to have sex, but I don't. I don't we're know gonna what sex do it. is. <laughs> I'm not really but sure. I've, I've, I know that's a thing we do. To
3: become yeah. one seems racy. Right, like on. Get it on. Get it on. Yeah, that's what we're gonna. do. And you
2: know, it, it's it's so clumsy. That song is so yeah. racy though, as well.
3: It, when, it actually is, is not actual too racy. But actually,
1: smut or race anything. or anything. Yeah, Are you yeah. as
2: good as I remember, baby? Like, what the fuck? From <laughs> what? Like, yeah. huh? But I was like, yeah, six years old. Is you as good? I'm like, my parents must have been like, oh, jeez. But I suppose it's better than like Nicki Minaj like talking about her anaconda or whatever, like mm. kids singing that, that that chills me to the bone. It's also wholesome, <laughs> isn't it?
3: Like it's really wholesome stuff. Okay, so uh, the first album, which was just called... Spice. It was just called Spice. It's not called Forever. It's called Spice. Forever was okay, here's
2: our track list. Forever was so sad because that, that's on the Viva Japanese Forever. The Japanese cover is
3: just a really weird wristband with the word Spice written on it. That says yeah. nothing
2: about them.
1: I know. No. It's, it's so absolutely bleak.
3: nothing. It's like a, a silver band. Okay, oh my god, it's sing the singles from the album were Wannabe, Stay I'll Be There, To Become One, and Mama slash Who Do You Think You Are oh, okay. wow. mm. That Is Fucking That's such, such a Run of Singles. Mm. Yeah. Uh,
2: but they Barely took a Break between that and the second one because I can't really differentiate the two albums. No, in yeah, my Spice Up Your Life oh, so, seemed no to come movement. straight. Yeah. It was like
1: couple only a couple of months between there. Spice but that up your life. was so
2: Spice World. Okay. That's so funny how they made one album and then they were initi they were huge made a film toured the world and then they brought out I think the album and the film must have come out around the same time mm. because the, t- the song was kind of a tie in right so yeah. the track
3: listing is Be," Say You'll Be There to Become One Love Thing don't know Love Thing I is remember, the one uh, yeah, that's, Last Time Lover it Mama Who Do You Think You Are Something Kind of Funny don't know that one Naked and If You Can't Dance which you do everyone knows that If You yeah. Can't Dance that one Yeah. Um, it must have been the Spice World album that I know then because there's definitely one album that I feel like is, is like
2: ingrained into my brain yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I watched Spice World recently and it's so good. Like, it's so... Alan Cumming, man. so good. But there's so many people in it. Him. Like, Meatloaf is the bus driver. Mm-hmm. And um, Richard E. Grant, is it? Yeah, is their yeah. manager. It is bizarre. I-, I don't know how it got made, but I love that it did. Like, uh... it, it's pure, like, they were like, we need to get Spice Girls in a film and we need to get them in a film now. Don't really care what happens in it. There's, like, an alien invasion at some point. They meet an alien. Um, uh, They get oh Michael Barrymore plays like a deranged um, dance instructor it's huh. so it's so weird and yet they were like that's fine that's fine get it out there yeah and we were all and I ate it up
1: well a lot of their stuff is like that where it's like it would make no sense whatsoever if anybody else was doing it like Wannabe yeah. is a fucking weird, weird song. song if I break it down like structurally makes no yeah it makes, and Spice Up Your Life is the same there was so, that in, like an error as well I think
2: no particular course so yeah. the second
1: I, album well, like, listing I mean, it's, it's just like a bossa nova preset <laughs> or like a, <laughs> snow, like, a Simon preset yeah and yeah. they just wrapped like, over let's go. Yeah. it yeah like some vaguely racist things over for 10 minutes Oh yeah, like Yellow, Yellow Man and Timbuktu fuck? but I
3: do the video is very good for that now video
1: was yeah they're
2: standing on the hoverboards yeah I was like this is gonna be year 2000 baby we're gonna have hoverboards
1: that's the thing back then the band's aesthetics like accelerated like over the two three years take that were the same like over their like four years they were like little waistcoat boys to like these men in fur coats in the rain and Spice Girls were the same they were like
2: they were storming a hotel
3: yeah
1: to these like mellow R&B ladies in a forest by the time of like goodbye they definitely went
3: through a space BDSM kick though you know what I mean they always had their like um, they always had uh, specific shapes in which they would move like Mm. Um, we always had the big runners on Emma we always had like some sort of tracksuit yeah. bottoms and tight ponytail or like little wet Gucci look hair mm. th- th- the little identical Gucci little Gucci dress yeah. and um, Mel often um, Mel-, Mel B would wear like little space buns mm-hmm. in know a, or a leopard print like they, there was like a, a story bible for each of them yeah that even though they did evolve they still had like
2: they had the thing they had to fit into yeah, even when they, they they did films like or they did the Spice Spice of Your Life video where it was like a different theme, but they all had the same kind of feel, like yeah. in their leather outfits or whatever it was. Um, it's really it's really interesting, like the kind of fashion that's come back around as well, like those oh, those shoes are are back, shoes. and it's wild to me because they were them. they were so impractical the first time and they're impractical the second time. As an extremely mm-hmm. tall woman, I back.
3: I just absolutely cannot abide. The sneakers. I'm like, I don't yeah. need I don't need an extra four inches day to day. Thank you. I'm already a giant. And uh the rip-offs are like I know everyone is doing it with irony now, but yeah, like no, you can only do that get kind of, that kind of irony if you're six stone. Get away from me. Do you know what I mean? It's, it annoys me creepy. because it's like it's show-offery. It's like I look like an eleven year old. It's like you're fucking 35, dude. <laughs> chill out yourself. Stop, stop. Like, please chill out. Like it just it stresses me out so much. Like it uh and I feel like my mum used to say this to me about the kind of '80s clothes that I would mm. go through. She was like, "I can't look at you wearing that because it just, because reminds, it just me of, reminds me yeah. of my
2: fucking communion." Yeah, you know,
3: yeah. Like, don't what 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 are you what are you doing, man? It's like it's it's a it's
2: it's very weird and it's as very weird as somebody who was a child the first time yeah. to see children now doing that and be are like no teenagers, sorry, and teenagers being kind like, of like yeah, like their are like Instagram model kind of poses, rap squats, and whatnot. I'm like, oh, you know, you don't, the first time this happened, it wasn't cool either. No. Mm. Like, no. it's really that's weird. My community, community like, outfit like kind of posing sexually like, in rip offs. Yeah. Like, do you <laughs> not understand why this is strange? It's and, and I think it could be the sexualization of it that Yeah. Me it's out, like it's I'm real hot. hot and I'm wearing rip offs and it's like we weren't hot.
3: Nobody also expected us to be hot. We were no, just children. That's it. That these are children's clothes that clumsy stupid children wore and we liked rip offs cuz had poppers on them. Yeah, mm. and it'd be
2: funny and rip run up to somebody and rip their pants off and it'd be funny. Whereas like, they found <laughs> they found a
3: way to make it sexy.
2: Yeah It's like 2001 but sexy And it's like 2001 can't be sexy It
3: was never sexy Please stop Please stop trying to make this cool <laughs> And uh, it, I really wish the runners would go away man I keep looking at those Fila ones And sometimes I'm like Am I going to buy them And like No you're not going to buy them
0: yeah. you,
3: They look stupid on you the first time around You know <laughs> Or the way that the, I feel I feel like this way The way that Nikes cycle through their old looks Yeah that those weird stripy boys The stripy the boys stripey, you know The stripy ones They look like a coiled snake no Oh you know, yes right? Yeah they're hate, back, aren't they? Hated them then, hate them now, yeah, and really yet, weird. and yet. But like, I go to the hair salon every so often, and all the girls in the hair salon who all look like bleeding Runway models are all wearing the awful '90s clothes, and I'm kind of like, actually, they shit, look great. just do look great. Yeah, Fuck, yeah. The <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> they do. But I I'd look do like it now. I'd look like yeah. the same potato
2: that I was when I was 11 if I tried that shit. <laughs> it's too, it's too, yeah, it's too loaded for me. I can't it's do. It, it. it. I can't it go back there. It's too
3: much. It's got too many emotions. It's got too many emotions in it, you know. <laughs> and I
2: wonder, and I wonder what the Spice Girls will wear on this tour because um, you know like, will they it, seem to will be doing be... that thing where they're kind of going back into their little what you, you know their preset uniform yeah where, their player one outfit yeah but it's it's kind of updated so Mel C has the pants but she also has a like a pussy bow blouse so mm. it's kind of like a grown up Mel C and then baby has pink pink hair, pink hair but like it's very like modern millennial pink mm. and then Jerry's wearing a blue slip da- sip dress which is weird for me because I always would have called her the red like I would have switched her and, Ma- and Mel and yeah. Maybe they made something po- like they made a kind of conscious choice there. Yeah. Where they gave Mel C the, the red and Jerry the blue. But I wouldn't have put that. I just I don't know. That was weird is to Mel, me. That is, was jarring is, is, is to me. Is Jerry's like, hair oh. red again or is it? Uh, no, is it's it blonde, blonde. Or strawberry blonde. kind of. I
3: actually just pulled up a picture from Spice of Your Life and Jerry's wearing the most outstanding crown. She's wearing one of those little spiky yes. crowns that everyone's wearing now. And I'm like, wow, this is. The song is so, so good. It's fully, a st- it's a style book. Like yes, You look I back was, through their I looks I was
2: very Very influenced by that video As, as a young one oh. Um, And I was I thought that would be Like a very cool way to look Like all leather In our post-apocalyptic society That we were sure to have By like 2002 or something You know mm-hmm. Where they were all like Oh it's going to happen Anytime now Guys I think I'm backpedaling On the runners Because I'm kind of Looking at them all <laughs> <laughs> Shit No I don't think I could do it I would be I'm like just thinking about Walking around tall. And how, how heavy it would be To lift your foot up Oh um, god they are heavy Aren't they Yeah So you'd be like boom Boom! Everybody here. You Every come so in.
3: often I go into Buffalo on a, a wax. It's
2: closed now. It's real sad. Sorry, when did it close? Yeah, closed. Like I last was there a month. few months ago. Oh my god, it's yeah, gone. Yeah, I know. Very sad. I used I R I P Buffalo.
3: I was in there over the summer, being like, "I'm going to find those platforms someday, or I'm going to find the flamy runners. I'm going to go and get my vintage." shoe. And it's gone.
2: It's gone. That's desperate. Yeah, bad. Are you serious? Yes. God. <laughs>
3: that is really sad I'm yeah. never well also I'm, I'm going to look at those shoes I'm going to look at them up online I'm going to look at them on Amazon and I'm going to look at them on eBay and I'm never going to fucking wear them no you know because I'd be 8 foot tall <laughs> and nobody wants that <laughs> but uh, yeah I, I do think it's really cool that there's I mean it is hard to watch yourself become older and the next generation yeah. take the things that looked hilarious on you during your holy confirmation and weirdly Making it sexy, and you're like, that is so odd. Yeah. But like it's also just the cycle, and we're gonna watch that happen twice more, yeah, three times mm. more.
2: Like Oof. it's just how fashion operates, and it's but it's gotten so it's uh gotten a lot smaller the cycle, though. Um like it's gone from twenty to ten years, you know, that kind mm. of way. So it's quite and all, the vintage, and
3: all the vintage clothes that you can buy are literally only ten years old, yeah. so they're all still good. Very mm.
2: weird. Yikes, yeah. Um but I'm I'm interested to see how the spice girls navigate this. This, this time of nostalgia this time yeah because they are they're coming back I think in exactly the right time yeah Um, in, in terms of the fashion is back mm. the like sound
3: is kind of back and all of their original Spice Girls who were five and seven then are now grown ass women in yeah kind of like 20s 30s ready to with disposable income yeah ready (laughs) to like get drunk and listen to spice up your life and ascend to a higher plane and probably you could kind of work it out you you kind of put a few pennies I fucking spend two euro a hundred euro on the ticket because it's only once do you know what I mean you can fucking extort us like I will I will permit myself to be extorted for them I think I
2: just wasn't on the ball for this and I would love to go but I think I would prefer to go here I don't want to like I don't want to. Thought about it. Yeah. But the they'd fly into fucking England and like run around. Yeah, fly into England. just wouldn't. No, no. So I'm I'm holding out hope that they will come here and I'll be there. Because. I'm sure that
3: there are at least ten thousand people's Instagram stories that you can watch it through
2: as well. <laughs> probably, <laughs> and that's the thing. They're probably live streaming or something. Oh, stop! I would yeah. watch it. I've, I've
3: I've watched the Beyonce streams. Like oh, I will. Yeah. I'll do it. It's uh, it's it's lovely. It is really nice because it. And I it, I expected it to make me feel older, but it doesn't. No. It just makes me feel kind of nice. Yeah. Like. We all kind of grew up. And that's that's pretty deadly. And I don't think I took anything bad away from the Spice Girls.
2: No. And that's a nice thing. Um, Like it's never... They've never been made bad for me. You know, no. I was thinking about other things that I... When the I Wednesday was trying hour? to pick my um, topic for today. I was like thinking about all the other things. And I had thought about Harry Potter. And I was like, oh, Harry Potter is a bit bad for me now. Like not... It's it's still... I'm very precious to me. But... What's your house? Hmm? Oh, Gryffindor. Ah, yeah. Work, work. But I... Uh, she needs to stop you know that kind of way like and she's yeah. kind of making it bad for me so but yeah. the Spice Girls are still 100% mine and you know they've never really been
3: maybe it's that four year phenomenon and the yeah. pre-internet because Rowling was fine until the, until like, the internet that's and right. like I enjoyed the books fine I liked them mm-hmm. I got a lot of pleasure and a lot of solace in the same way lots of people read yeah. Harry Potter did but like I'm, I'm good yeah I'm good now I'm fine I, I went don't to need... a Harry Potter convention for work last year and I was I just, I felt at odds. I was like, I actually, this isn't
2: my This place. isn't, yeah, this isn't me. And I would have been very, very like, I like bet into them um, from about the second book onwards. I was Harry's age. So yeah. I read them all the way so up. I was a bit, I was yeah. a bit younger, but I was like, I was just getting into books and reading. And then mm. um, I... I, I don't know when I finished I was bereft and then when the films finished I was like that was the, that was the big kind of point where I was like oh my god it's over now I never and then she was the like films. wait and I was like oh god and actually <laughs> yeah. and Dumbledore is gay and uh, but also I'm never going to show you Nagini was a woman and uh, uh, it's just oh no yeah the, I can't deal with it anymore
3: and I think the Spice Girls in moving on in their own ways left us with a beautiful like an heirloom yeah. That's what they are. They're an untouched capsule in time. Mm-hmm. And they all went on and their other careers are so much longer than their careers as Spice Girls. Yeah, But it's still it. a badge they all carry. And it's a badge they should be proud of. Absolutely. Because they lightened the fuck up so many people's lives. Yeah. Like what a legacy to leave. A solid 10, 12 fucking Bangers mm. and a load of really nice peach lollipops. You know? <laughs> yeah, like that's a great legacy to have left.
2: And, and then they all went to Spice Girls Diary. I'll so oh, yeah. have that forever, you know. Forever and that T-shirt, that <laughs> the t-shirt. t-shirt, the bootleg T-shirt. Oh, mm.
1: there we go. yes yeah. So that's the Spice Girls done, dusted, yeah. Yeah. covered. We have
3: explored the Spice Girls yeah. fully. We have spiced up Juvenilia's life.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much, yeah. Valerie Thank Loftus. Valerie. Thanks, Pennies is Thanks in Penny's. shops. It is. It's great. I have a copy right here. I'm going to read it. I'm very excited.
3: Right blue, and it's so. It's actually Penny's Blue, it I would is. say. It I is. would argue that it is Penny's Blue on the cover. Yes. Yeah.
2: We were hoping for that. Yes. <laughs> that's
1: good. So that's it. Uh, go buy the book, and yeah. we'll see you soon, everybody. Bye. 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 Hey, it's Alan and Sarah. We're back. We're back. Um,. Has yeah, uh, hold tight. Here are some credits and thank yous. Um, thank. I,
3: my life is thoroughly spiced up, man. I'm gonna yeah. go home and listen to Michi Latino over and over and over again. Yeah,
1: Jerry had some bangers. She you really kind did. Kind of forget she has the best overall. Well, Emma kind of has the best songs, but Jerry bang them out.
3: They're all the best. Yeah, they're all the best. This is what we learned on this day: that each yeah. Spice Girl individually is the best, and mm-hmm. we are we are blessed to have shared. A period in time having a favourite
1: spice girl is reductive 90s thinking
3: thank you thank it's you it's 2018
1: you can like all five of them
3: <laughs> multidimensional uh, yeah. uh, spice liking
1: <laughs> so thank you again, Valerie Loftus for coming in and talking yeah, to us great Valerie um, and
3: congratulations on thanks pennies uh, yeah. I, uh, I love it it's adorable and uh, I feel like lots of other people are going to like it too
1: it's a perfect secret Santa present you Isn't guys it? if you need to get a secret Santa present just get thanks pennies
3: it's your accompaniment, oh my God, what a complete ash If you
1: have a niece or a younger sister and you need to get something for like a stocking present again thanks perfect, pennies. yeah, perfect present um so thank you to Valerie um Sarah, what do you have to plug? uh,
3: we are now in December, so by the time this podcast comes out, we may know what happened to my interesting journey with the Irish Book Awards um if we don't yet know what happened to on my interesting journey with the Irish Book Awards. Uh, in that my novel, Spare and Found Parts, is up for um, an award in the YA category. Uh, it would be super cool if you would go and uh, have a look for it and vote for it. It's on my Twitter. If, you, if you're if you listening, you probably know where to find my Twitter. But uh, yeah, I could do with a click because um, it's really, really nice to be uh, up for an award and it would be, ah, I've got a chance in hell, but sure, fuck it. I might as well give it a go. So if you have a second to vote, that would be really sound. Uh, no worries if not, though. Um yeah, so that's all I've got to plug uh, for now. Uh, there'll be more mysteries coming in the new year, but uh, until then, that's all I've got. How about you?
1: Uh, oh, but first of all, if you haven't read Spare and Found Parts yet, Aww. go get it because it is you. an amazing book and it totally should be up for an award and I voted for it. Thank you. So got great taste. I, I do. <laughs> I was in on the ground floor on the Sarah Maria Griffin train.
3: Yeah, you are. You're yeah. like old school, man. You've been yeah. putting up with me for fucking years. Yep. Before before this book <laughs> had its current incarnation. If you're in a bookshop, it has a black and gold cover with a red uh, red page. It's very pretty. Uh not to judge books by covers, but also in this case you probably should. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so you're we're well deep into Rose Chestnuts by now. Yeah, right so Al? Rose
1: Chesson's season two is gone strong. We have who do we have? We have had uh Fenella Jones, we have had Essenor Dunhu, Erin and lots of other interesting people coming up. Um, Valerie is actually going to do an episode for us as well. So oh, Valerie will be coming great. up on episode of very soon. Um, we should some thank yous uh, to the Up Podcast Network for having us, hosting us, All these years. minding us. You should listen to. What could you listen to? There's a big old wall. of stuff I here. love looking up this wall because uh, it
3: changes every time we're in here.
1: Okay, well, if you like Spice Girls, you should listen to Up to 90, which is the 90s podcast uh, hosted by Emma Dorn and uh, Julie J. So that is very good. And that I would be listened totally to them up yet, street. But
3: their logo is great. Yep. I, will, I will stick them on my to listen list.
1: Mm-hmm. And fascinated by Grove Farley. Again, if you like this podcast, he talks to people from 90s bands a lot. He's talked to people from like Eternal, he talked to Chesney Hawks. Devy? Yeah, he just finds people that he was interested in and finds them and tracks them down and makes them talk to him for an hour. That's really cool. And it's very, very good and he's a great interviewer. So that's two relevant podcasts that we've managed to find. To, to shoehorn into in. our Umbrella yeah. Spice
3: Girl situation.
1: Yeah. Uh, thank you, Dee McDonnell, for our artwork.
3: Hey, Dee, I want a jumper.
1: <laughs> do you just uh, give her a jumper.
3: Do you just just design me a, yeah. a jumper. Please. Uh, I love our logo. It's beautiful. And uh, Dee did a great job. And uh, we're still super grateful to her for making something so lovely.
1: Yeah, we've always felt like a real podcast from the start because we had a real you logo. Know,
3: exactly. Yeah. And hey, thanks, Alan, for our theme music. Oh. That definitely makes us You're look welcome. a real podcast. Yeah.
1: Thank you, GarageBand. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, GarageBand. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And thank you, Brian, for producing this episode. Yeah,
3: Thanks, Brian. That's all
1: we got. We will see you soon. Goodbye. Bye. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.